Welcome to Learning Through Math, the podcast. I'm Laura at I Teach the Why. I'm Karina at Mrs. Cousins 5. Our mission is to inspire ourselves and others to keep learning and improving with passion. And hugs. You can find us at learningthroughmath.com and on Twitter at Laura and Karina. Come and join us on this journey of learning. Thanks for joining us. We are recording this in November of 2020. And welcome to episode 23, first quarter reality check. Yikes. First quarter. <laughs> I mean, yay that the first quarter's done, but we've yeah. got we've got to we've got to be glass half full here, okay? We do. All right. First All quarter right. is down. <laughs> okay. All right. Although I know, I get it. I feel like it should be June tomorrow, but it's okay. to go. Whew. First quarter down. All right. All right. We'll look at it that way. All right. We're going to give a shout out to our friend Elise, who we've mentioned on the podcast previously. several times. Yes. yes. But, and, and she always texts me after she listens to a podcast of ours. And I just wanted to share what she said about our episode 20 grades. What's grades got to do with it? Okay. She said, I think there should not be grades, but stages. Like they are moving through counting and cardinality, or they are moving through composing and decomposing number, or they can recognize and organize grouping. Just like there are developmental physical milestones, there are developmental numeracy milestones, and it should be based on a body of work not a snapshot in time. Oh, that makes so much more sense. Right? Instead, because the, the snapshot is just that paper, pencil, assessment, done, move on. Yeah. Yeah, that just makes so much more sense. Wouldn't sure. that be nice? Wouldn't, hey, when, when I win the gajillion dollar lottery and build my own school, we can do that. We can do it. <laughs> All right, our reflections for this week. What you got? Episode 22 was all about teachers needing to learn too. Yes. And we just attended a few sessions of the Making Math Moments Summit 2020, mm-hmm. which ha- was great. I mean, I really enjoyed the sessions that we went to. Mm-hmm. I look forward to watching more. Yes. And I love that we're in this, we're at a stage in, you know, our professional development that we have access to all these great free PD, including podcasts and Mm -hmm. including, you know, all these things that even Twitter can be, you know, with the elementary live chats that they have, I think on Thursdays usually, Mm -hmm. and book clubs on on Twitter. I saw that there's a building thinking classroom. Yeah, the thinking classroom book club that's Mm -hmm. Happening on Twitter. So all these great opportunities, I just, I'm thankful for all of them. My reflection for this week is honestly that I'm sad. And I, I just, I have my tissue box right behind me <laughs> because I'm probably really going to start crying. I was teaching sec- five second grade classes yesterday and it rocked me to the core to not be able to gather them on a carpet. Now, I don't care if it's a carpet or just a gathering place on the floor, yeah. but I sincerely miss the community that we have when we're close together. Yes. And the energy that yeah. we get. Yeah, it's and not the same. For, even from the energy from kid to kid, 
Yeah. Yeah, it's not the same at all. I had that moment this week too. It's funny that you you kind of we kind of like yeah. had it at the same at the same time, but our number talks are just not the same. They're it just not. It, it it's so it feels forced. Yes. It doesn't feel natural. You know, the whole put your put your fist over your, your chest heart. and we're yeah. we're going to you're just going to show me what you're thinking and how you're thinking and what you know, trying to think of different strategies and they're just not plugged not in. The same. They're not yeah, they're not engaged in the same way no because they're not right next to each other like literally yeah so it it has really really it got to me this week yeah I get it I know I'm trying to I'm trying to (laughs) look at it a little bit more positive let's remember all the positive things all the great things we have access to Laura okay yes and and you know I'm the optimist I'm the the happy one to try to get everybody else positive and everything but I know it's been hard it it hit me it hit me I get it maybe because we're nine weeks in yeah you know yeah well let's go on to our good news and I have one thing I definitely want to share for good news this week. So as you know, I do something at my school called Wonder Wednesday. Yeah. And I've been doing this at my two previous schools too. And of course, everything is virtual. So I record myself doing a Google Meet so that I can share my screen and all of this. Well, as of this past Wednesday, I told the kids at the school, I said, we had great participation. We had 141 people wow. send in there. And, and some of the younger grades, they do it as a class so that's fine so that just counts as one but that's good and I challenged them this week I was like I know you can get more I know you can we can get higher participation and I just looked right before we recorded and we're recording this on a Saturday and they they have until Monday at 2 p.m. to get it done so far I have 154 participants nice so at least that it's going up yes you know nice Yep, but I know your good news, and I can't wait for you to share this one. My good news is I got an email from a previous student. And you know, that's one of the hard things with teaching fifth grade Mm -hmm. is that once they're done here in the United States, we have elementary and middle, so they go off to middle school, and you probably never hear hear from from them them again. (laughs) But I got an email from a student, and it says, I wanted to say thank you for being such an amazing teacher I remember when you taught us on the first day of school how we should nod while someone speaks to be respectful many of these small things have helped me become the person I am today and I still use them now in eighth grade I also wanted to say thank you for teaching me all your math strategies I love how she says all your math strategies because you own them they were mine they were mine see how convincing I am they are mine (laughs) It goes on and then she says, all your fundamental skills have allowed me to achieve this and I cannot thank you enough. I have also been team captain of my school's robotics team the last two years. Whenever I needed a reminder, I would think of how you handled the class. I really miss your class and having you as a teacher. You have been one of the best teachers I have ever had. I really hope my sister has you next year. (laughs) She would strive in your class. (laughs) I hope you have a great rest of your week and keep making such an impact on students' lives. It will definitely make the future brighter. Tears. Tears of joy. Tears. I mean, that just... That I needed that. You, I needed that. And all teachers need that. So that's why I wanted to share that mm-hmm. with everyone, with all our listeners, because it, it it is 
many times it's a thankless job. Mm -hmm. And just know that you are making a difference. You really are. We, you know, we are hard on ourselves because we love our job, but we are making a difference. You just reminded me that a few years ago, my neighbor who used to live across the street from me, I had one of their daughters when she was in fifth grade and I was always teaching them about the brain and how we need to take brain breaks and everything. And to this day, oh my gosh, she's in college now. All right. Yeah. (laughs) So we're talking a few years ago. (laughs) But that student's mom told me, I think it was in high school and in college, that after every 20 minutes of studying, she would get up and Uh, move and take a brain break because I told her that that was important for her brain to take that break and she was still doing it. So see, we do make impacts that we don't even realize. We do. Like that whole head nodding thing. I mean, I say that to them all the time. If being part of an active listener is to give eye contact and nod, right? Which I'm doing as you're talking. But wait, this is the funniest part because when my fifth graders would chew gum, which I would tell them, go spit out the gum and everything. I'd say to them, y'all have to figure out a better way to hide your gum because you're middle school teachers. You're going to get a attention yeah yeah so i hope they're hiding their gum better right see (laughs) these things i'm sure they remember that too all right let's get started into today's topic we kind of have subtopics in this one because we are one fourth down into this crazy crazy i don't need we can't call it hybrid we can't call it blended we've got virtual and in in person face-to-face at the same time at the same time every teacher's class is different as numbers are concerned you know like we have some classes where it's split half and half in some classrooms there's more kids virtual than in person and some are flipped Right. I know in our district, at least, that's how we're doing it. But I know in other districts, they're either doing all face-to-face or all virtual or some kind of blended model where, you know, half the school comes this week and the other half comes the next week or something like that. Right. But in our district, we are teaching to two different audiences at the same time. Yes. We wanted to start with just kind of talking about engaging online learners. As we were brainstorming for this episode, I wrote... capital letters this period is period so period hard period yes because the at-home learners we have zero control over their environment and sometimes when they unmute what do you hear i hear the tv i hear kids crying i hear yelling yes like everything that you could possibly think of and i'm thinking oh my god how in the world are you learning anything i don't know i they're not and they're not completely out of our control yes and engaging them it is so hard it, I, even during okay two two specific things that I'm thinking of to get them to talk yeah and to get them to participate in the brain breaks I have found that when I ask them to unmute one of okay our friend Jen said to me the other day that one of her other teacher friends says that she makes it a contest she's like so and so and so and so whoever unmutes first gets to talk right so I tried that on Friday Friday, and I still had 
crickets. Oh. I, 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 and I'm thinking, can you hear me? Can you? And I feel like we're every day we're in a seance because yes. I'm we're waiting and waiting and yes. waiting to yes. hear something from the great beyond. Yes. And don't forget the lie of my camera's not working or my microphone's not working or or I can't hear you. I, my internet or, went out. Like really right. and really. And, but but we don't know. Listen, yes, I know. on a daily basis, I just don't. I I I know that I know. it's a cop out, and they unfortunately are getting away with it because there's nothing we can do. Right. I and you're right. Maybe some of it is true. True. Right. But I think that many times when the going gets tough. The they tough, get going. They get, they're like gone. They're gone. They're gone. Well, the other part is brain breaks. You know, I always, after 30 minutes, no matter what, we get up, we move. And oh, by the way, did you reinstall that? Move it. Yes. Move it. Okay. Yes. So you'll have to tell us how that's working. And I'll say, all right, everybody stand up. Even my at-home learners, push in your chairs. And then we do a, a little dance or something. If I have one or two at-home learners join me, that's a lot. Yeah. And I say to them, I don't care if you dance or not. You have to at least stand up get the oxygen flowing through your body yeah said it's not good for you to be sitting all day yeah i don't know what else to do no i reinstalled the move it google chrome extension which by the way i haven't i keep forgetting to oh it's so good it really it really is it it really is because again it's just one less thing you have to worry about you don't have to think about it it's there you can set it up for intervals of your choosing okay okay makes it really really i have to do it okay you do i did turn it off during our two weeks maybe week and a half two and a half mm-hmm. weeks of diagnostic testing right. testing and you know different assessments that we have and I just haven't turned it back on you know shame oh, on me a, no but, no no this is your reminder to right turn to back turn on. it back on yes I do have to I have to do that so I bet you Monday you'll have it back on I'm so sure I shame will. on you it's okay <laughs> everything's good the next thing we wanted to talk about was small groups and how that's going it's not no it's not I'm I'm not I'm gonna be completely honest I don't know anybody that's doing this successfully no. except for one of our former co-workers she teaches kindergarten and she has lots of parental support so when she says so and so so and so so and so meet me in the other room you know on Google meet they do right so for her it's not a big deal but she's honest to God she's the only person I know that is being successful out of all the teachers I know and you know I know a lot right, of teachers right. with small groups I asked you when we were prepping to record this podcast how the google meet breakout room was and you said i'm disappointed not, right. right it's not what i had hoped it would be like mm-hmm. i was hoping that i would be able to talk to the rooms at the same time mm-hmm that I would be able to see what was happening. Like, even if they're just like little thumbnails, you right, know, right. where I can see see them or at least that they think that I'm there right. and or my icon them. is there or hear like if them you could, if I wanted to. Right. But you literally have to like log out of one session to go to the next session. So that's just like when they go it's to just, fine arts, they just go to a whole yeah, other it's just other room. meets. Okay. And I will tell you that out of all of this, this is where my heart breaks completely because teaching in small groups has always been my favorite thing mm-hmm. and that's where you build the relationships mm-hmm. that's where you really get to know the kids mm-hmm. and without it I'm flailing a little bit a lot yeah yeah <laughs> let me rephrase that yeah I'm flailing a lot 
it it's so difficult to have parent conferences and really be able to say what are their strengths and right. what are their weaknesses because I'm like I don't really know right right and we were talking before about you know the one-on-one which we talked about in a few episodes ago how your goal was to meet with one kid once a week like each yeah. kid once a week yeah. how how is that going uh, <laughs> it's I mean, that's still my goal. Okay. My goal is still to try to see them in a small group or one-on-one once a week. Do you think it's in the past few weeks, a kid individually once every two weeks? Do you think it's yes, even about, that? Yes, about one. Again, okay, we, because we had testing, right, that it's kind of, up. it totally messed my whole yeah. schedule. And then trying to get back into it, you know, like getting back into the flow of things. Mm-hmm. It's always, there's always something else. Right. And, and not to mention the amount of email overload. Oh, yeah. That we I've are emailed. all experiencing. I've emailed you uh, from work no, to work. I, listen, I've exper- I've I appreciate those. No, I know, but 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 even like you don't even have time to check the emails from me. No, and and I get it. I know. I, I completely it's, get it. Yeah. And how do people have time to check work? Which let's get into that one about too much work assigned for the class for classwork. Right. I don't. I don't right. get it. Right. Less is more. Right. Less is more. Right. I think for me, the way I'm going to use that work is if I need it. Right. But but I mean, like I will continue to assign short little activities where they're explaining their thinking and mm-hmm. they're showing me how they were able to solve a problem. But I'll only look at it if I need it. Do you know right. what I mean? So I do. if if there's a standard that they're not understanding on an assessment, then I can pull up their work and mm-hmm. see did they understand it here? Are they showing proof of it here? Can I use this to help me see where they are? And to help improve them. Right. Right. So I might not look at everything. Right. But certain parts. Because we just literally don't have the time. No. No. And again, if I'm trying to see them in small groups once a week, Mm -hmm. I need them to be working. I need the others to be working on something. Right. And at least this way, if I have some, an activity for them, you know, that is, that I think is pretty worth their time. Right. An activity that's worth it, then it's something. Right. I I don't know. I, I, and then I just always remember, like, then I try not to be so hard on myself because (laughs) even in, you know, pre COVID, there were things that I made them do that I didn't check. Right. I didn't have them however there was more collaboration and you so got I, there right. was more you, learning I you feel. got to meet with them much more often right it was probably at least once a day yeah in a small group or a one-on-one situation right and we we knew our kids yeah what they could do and and what they still needed to do homework I why I, I don't know. I, I have friends that tell me their kids are getting homework. And I'm like, all work is homework right now. Yeah. I just want to know what is the purpose. I have no idea. And not only who has time to look at classwork, who has time to look at homework? Yeah, or no. we don't even have the time to go over the homework. So why is it being assigned? Honestly, I think the most important thing to be happening right now, and if, if you must give homework, then have them read a book. Mm-hmm. And for fun. For no, fun. nothing else. Just fun. And play a math game. Exactly. That's it. That's all it should be right now. And I mean, really, that's all it should be anyway, (laughs) at all times. Right, right. And if, again, if it must be done, it should just be review. It shouldn't be, here's what we learned today. Now go do 10 questions. And maybe it should even be a review from last year's standards. Or the year before. Yes. 
Yeah. I've always given review of the previous unit mm-hmm. as homework. Mm-hmm. And that I have always found to be successful because then at least they've seen the unit in its entirety, right? right? They have more skills. They have more experience and mm-hmm. knowledge with it. It's easier for them to do it independently. Right. And that's what homework should be. It should be something that's done independently. Not something that they need their te- their parent to reteach oh them. Oh my gosh. Not something Especially that they right need. Now. Right. That they need to watch a video from YouTube on. Right. You you know, like it should really be something that they can do independently. Yes. Let's go into our last little subtopic. Teacher exhaustion and feeling ineffective. You mean completely ineffective? Because entirely. That's about how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone I know, teachers are feeling not only completely exhausted, but completely ineffective. Yeah, in the parking lot, a teacher from my school mm-hmm. who taught my my son. Mm-hmm. Previously. Previously. She asked me, she said, how effective are you feeling as a teacher right now? And I said, oh, not at all. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, thank God. I thought I was the only one. Right. And I said, you're not. You're- we, we are all feeling that yes. way right now. We are all feeling that way. And not that I want to say I want to have a repeat of the year for these kids, but I kind of want to have a repeat, not of this year's circumstances, but the kids in school with us for next year. Because I I feel like I don't know any of the students. Yeah. And yes, I'm in a different situation than you. I'm a math coach. So I work with 540 kids and 45 teachers, which I feel like I don't even know the teachers well enough yet. Right. I don't really even know what they look like because, you know, when we walk around, everyone has a mask on. You're right. And one person that I do lunch duty with, she pulled down her mask the other day. And I was like, oh, I'm in my head. I'm like, that's what you really look like. Yeah. Not this, you know, with the everything. No, that's true. That's funny that you said that. I had a student who was playing outside in, you know, for recess Mm and was able, right, was far away from anybody else and was able to take his mask off. And I saw him and I'm like, oh, that's that's what you look like. (laughs) (laughs) That's the whole face. Oh, I'm like, I didn't, I I don't know if I would have recognized him without the mask. And that, that reverse thing happened this week because I was escorting one of our students who was virtual who just the parents decided to send the student back and I was escorting him to the classroom the second grade classroom and I opened up the door and I said look who I have here and it took the teacher a minute to put two and two together of who it was she knew he was coming yes but with the mask on yeah she didn't recognize him right right how do we get through the the three quarters remaining three quarters how uh, do we do this I mean we just have to take it day by day and not only day by day like hour by hour (laughs) minute by minute second by second right the days are so long they are (laughs) and we know in reality this is going to be a blip in our lives we know this because every year is a blip in our lives listen this is year 29 for me what like blip 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 and poof you're going to be in my situation soon enough well maybe this will be more of a like Blip. <laughs> a longer blip. Maybe not blip, 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 but blip. All Listen, right. I, I wanted to end with like a, a positive, right? Yes. Because this was, this was heavy. And, and I, I really want the challenge to be for this week to our listeners. Help. That's it. Yeah. Help. We're asking for your help. We know that some of our listeners are doing synchronous, asynchronous, all virtual, all face-to-face, 
all this mix up like we're doing. Help, like help us. How do we get through this? Really, listeners, that's my challenge for you this week. Please reach out to us on Twitter, on Facebook, in email, something. And sincerely, thank you for joining us this week. And stay strong. Know that you are not alone. (laughs) That's a good ending note there. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and give us a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform. We invite you to join the conversation on Twitter by using the hashtag learningthroughmath. We'd love to hear your feedback. Make sure to tag us at Laura and Karina. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. To you too.